What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Overachievers Gaming <laughs> Podcast. I am recording, buddy. You never know. I'm always watching. I watch you sleep. Finger on the trigger. Finger on the trigger, which is appropriate for today's discussion about a Call of Duty and Red Dead Redemption 2. But anyway, uh, I am your, your host, Charlie, a.k.a. Vash, joined, as always, by the lovely Dominic Armin Galliano. Oh, I, I thank you. I, I feel lovely. Good. You I look lovely. lovely. Thank you so much, bub. The stash, the stash is doing well for you right now. So yeah, oh yeah, there it is. Okay, there we go. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at og.podcast, Twitter at overachieversp. Our website is beingoverachiever.com, where you can get this episode and every episode where we talk about male fashion advice, coffee, what it's <laughs> like to live in <laughs> Brooklyn, uh, but most importantly, oh, video games is what we talk about for the most part. Um, every That's now funny. and then we talk about video games. That's but funny. yes. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, so you can check us out on there. Uh, we also do a, if you're new to this podcast, we also do a segment called the uh, Marvel Strike Force Insider, which we do every other week, as well as this normally scheduled podcast in which we talk about the game Marvel Strike Force, which you can play on mobile. We love it. We hate it. We complain about it quite a bit. We mostly love it? Question we mark? We mostly, I'd say it's like a 60-40 right yeah, now. That's, that's a solid, solid ratio. But uh, yeah, so this time we're going to be talking about just video games in general in which what we have coming out. This week's topics will be Red Dead Redemption 2 coming to PC. Modern Warfare has resurfaced. I picked it up. And then, uh, Dom, you have some stuff going on too. It's like Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, really, really random. Uh, I'll I'll just get into this. Should I just get into this real quick? How how this even happened? I thought I told you about this. So last... What was it last week or week before that? I had to go to Montana for the week for a uh, Weird. travel okay. job for a shoot. And um, I was just like, man, what am I going to do? I'm in the middle of nowhere, Montana. I brought my Switch and I saw in the store there was a sale for Battlestar Galactica Deadlock for 30 bucks. I've heard about this game before. It's a, a uh, turn-based real-time strategy involved in the universe of Battlestar Galactica, which... I don't know if you watched any of Battlestar Galactica. I couldn't get into it. I tried. Oh, I remember actually when we lived together, you you and Amanda were trying to watch it and had a really bad day for night scene. And you're like, I'm done. Well, is that and plus like I know it's like it's a little dated at this point. And so it's, it's like, a little dated. It's just it just the dialogue's just that's fine. Fucking it, it's terrible. It's one of it's still one of my favorite shows. Fracking fracking yeah, Silox or Silox or you're right, toasters. Yeah, I still love the show. It's still it's. There's something about it uh, that holds a special place in my heart. Being over my friend James's place, like every day in the summer, we would stay up until like 5 a.m. watching Battlestar Galactica. Just, you know, this all love it. But the, the, the ridiculous thing about Battlestar Galactica is that uh, in the space fights, they have a lot of weird snap zooms and all this like really weird cinematics, right? So in mm-hmm. Battlestar Galactica Deadlock, after you've won a mission, you have the option to replay the mission or... um. Uh, watch the mission and they they will replay it in the cinematic style of the show so like all right it's i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna stream it after this i really want to stream it i'm so curious i mean i don't care if anyone watches it or not i just want to i just want it to be shown but like you'll you'll do the mission and so like you know you could have like the mission might require you to fight like you know a couple frigates a capital ship whatever right and it's all turn-based so it's, it's like fairly strategic it's like Pretty pretty difficult. I I had to, I had to restart my campaign because I I realized how bad I was doing at first, and now I got the hang of it. But then you'll win, and if you killed all the ships and you only lost one, it'll be like 
like it has the music it has like close up of like the ships it will do all the ridiculous like snap zooms and like oh it's honestly i'm loving it because you know i I already like real-time strategies anyway like that's what i would say got me into gaming really but i didn't think i would like a turn-based real-time strategy but it really does add to kind of adds to the strategy because you have to guess where your opponent's going it's not like if you're playing starcraft if you just like bring a drone over to like your enemy's base you could see everything you know what's happening like you could mm-hmm. you could place observation points throughout the map and if they roll up on you you know what's happening but in this it's almost like a big square grid and you know you uh, like frigates can move further and faster um uh bigger bigger ships go slower and battle stars go even slower so you have to like really position stuff in a way that hopefully if i move my battle star at this spot hopefully it'll even make a difference because if if their frigates go wide around it's irrelevant you know what i mean um you have to like make decisions on like am i going to fire torpedoes that have no guidance they just go in a straight line or am i going to use guided missiles that do that are guided but like they are not as powerful you know what i mean so it's always yeah. like crazy it's probably the most strategic rts i've ever played because like when i when i play this <clears throat> excuse me i i have to think more with starcraft i just fall into the rhythm of the game i've been playing since i was like 10 you know what i mean i just you start gathering minerals you you make some zerglings whatever you rush you don't rush doesn't matter but with this game you really have to think and it's like like I said, I had to stop. I had to re. I had to scrap the game. I had to like restart from the beginning because once I understood how to play, I was too far gone. I only had one ship and no money to make any more ships, so I was done. You know what I mean? Because it costs money. To, like it costs Tilium to make more I was ships. Saying, real world money? That kind of shit. No, 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 uh, no, none of that garbage. Um, it, it's a resource called Tilium, and you get it just by like winning missions and ending turns, stuff like that. And I had I had one really bad frigate left. And I, I was in a campaign mission where I had to fight like 10 ships. Uh, I, I just couldn't do it. You know what I mean? It was it was bad. Uh, so I scrapped the game. I restarted. And now it's so much better. I have like, I'm doing much better. But it's, mm-hmm. it's difficult, man. It's really difficult. And it's, it's fun to have that again. Like a, a, a game where you're like, oh man, this is hard. And like, it makes you think. You're not just like shooting aimlessly or just like, yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm really into it. That's cool. And it's for the well, switch. They worked out. I brought on the plane. I would play. I started playing on the plane. Playing it like my, actually. Fun fact: I had to leave at like four a.m. on that Monday to get to for this flight. We had like a six a.m. flight. It was terrible. Um, and I realized when I got to the airport, I forgot my switch. Oh God! Did <laughs> so you go I'd, buy another switch? No, I almost did. I almost <laughs> did. I I almost bought a switch light, but I was like, I'm not spending two hundred dollars on this right now. I don't need it. I have the switch. I had Mallory uh, overnight me by switch to Montana. Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey, it was fifty bucks. So either pay fifty bucks and have that overnighted, or go spend two hundred bucks on a on a thing I already own. You know what I mean? It worked yeah, out. You did the right thing. I, I think, think so. I think so. I missed it on the flight there, but like whatever. I had some comics I read, but it was it's because it, this game's already existed. It's been out since two thousand seventeen, but they just ported it to the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a good port. I actually. I kind of want to buy it on my computer because I feel like it'll be so much smoother with a mouse and keyboard, which I mean, you know, a lot of things are, aren't they? But um, it's great. I bring it on the subway. I'm just like playing on the subway now on my way to work and stuff. Like 
you know it's like i just, and it's funny because like you see people in the subway playing like either like street fighter or like dragon ball dragon ball z whatever the new one is and you're always like oh man i wish i had my switch i'd fight them right now but no one's ever going to be like hey you, you want to challenge battle star galactica you like like when i get smoked i don't know yeah that sounds that sounds uh interesting i don't know I, it's dope i like rts's and i'm just curious about what that would be like for me i don't know so maybe if there's ever another sale again i'll try, I'll try it out yeah i mean it's 30 bucks right now i'm, I'm sure like <laughs> like maybe like i'd say probably less than a year would be even cheaper like no one's gonna be buying this game it's already a two-year-old yeah. game soon to be three. Oh, okay well there you go i'm I like I like difficult things, but as as always, there's too many games. Yep. I already don't have enough time to do what I want to do, so I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a go, you know. Because there's there's definitely been some days where I I have not been working as much as I'd like to. Yeah, as B camera. So maybe I'll just bring a switch um, with you. Yeah, bring a, bring a switch with me. I don't like I don't like to do that if I can avoid it. But yes, oh, yeah. uh, that that might be the goal in which you know I'll do something and you know at least do tabletop mode. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what else you've been playing or or looking forward to? I know oh, we, uh, I know you talked briefly about at least in our text message chain about um, Pokemon Sword and Shield coming out soon. Yeah, and I haven't made a decision yet on which one I'm down uh, pre-ordering. I'm I'm definitely pre-ordering. Yeah, I think it just depends. They haven't uh, released. I mean, maybe they have since like a week or so ago. Uh, they haven't released which exclusives Pokemon are on each uh, one, which they always do. Like, you know. Some will have this, some will not have that, or some will have this, and then you like trade your friends, shit like that. Uh, I just want to see what has what to determine, like what's the one I go for. Um, mm-hmm. Like for instance, when they did like you know, let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. Let's go Pikachu had uh, Scyther and let's go Eevee had um, like what other? You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, <clears throat> I came in for that. It's also no one's really talking about it because the Switch is a handheld system, but this is the first Pokemon that's on a a console and it's like true yeah it's the first pokemon that's being put on a console and like yeah granted you can take the switch with you it can be portable but it's still like it is still a like desktop console so like i don't know i think that's really cool and i think that's like not really being talked about as much and i've been asking for this since i was a kid i mean like when i first put my pokemon my my game cartridge into my n64 controller for pokemon stadium that was like the biggest (laughs) deal for me (laughs) That was so cool. I forgot about that game. Oh my god! Poke- if, if they if they redid Pokemon Stadium, I would die. I would yeah. die. That if any, they should do that now. That this this Pokemon will be on a console. Like they should. Pokemon Stadium was quite frankly, I think, one of the best N sixty four games that ever came out. They did so good within Capitol, like like making this like a stadium effect deal. Like you had like the announcer, like you know what I mean. Like it was all just so good. It was the best. Um, but yeah, I, I'll most likely go for Shield only because I assume everyone will get Sword, so I'll have plenty of people to trade with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like Sword just sounds more exciting. Like no one wants to be a Shield or wants to be a Sword. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Uh, some of my clanmates are getting it, so I'm gonna wait to see what they do. So that way, I actually guarantee have people to trade with. Uh, I'm really excited though. I, I just can't talk enough that it's like this is exciting and this is. This, I think this is what the Switch was made for was to do different things and stuff. And I mean, it's already done that. It's, it's a portable desktop console, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm really excited for that. I'm also. I, I know it's out already. Uh, and I, I actually, my plan was to get uh, Link's Awakening for the Switch, but then I saw that thirty dollars thirty dollars sale on Battlestar, so I got that instead. 
but I think since I've had my like switch rejuvenation in the last like week or so, uh, I'll probably next paycheck get um, Link's Awakening. Yeah, I wanted to try that. I I loved the original ones for SNES, but I don't oh, know yeah. what the um, I don't know what they well, how that is. Apparently, it's a little buggy right now. People are saying that the game I'm is surprised buggy. I, but like Nintendo usually doesn't do that. They usually don't have very buggy games. I'm, I I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what to think there. Like why they would release a game that has bugs like that, especially a zelda port or, or a, a title um yeah because it's no matter what the game is no matter what the size of the game is zelda is like a flagship title for them you know like uh i don't know hopefully hopefully it won't be the case like you know it's been out now for like a month i think or so right i i, I think i think so maybe longer than that i think it's been maybe uh, like two months maybe something yeah. like that hopefully but, i mean a, you know patch <laughs> Yeah, I, I like the art style for it. I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, it does and look cool, doesn't it? It does look cool, and I've been wanting to try it. But like you know, I I still have Ultimate Alliance three that's sitting in my Switch. So I haven't touched my Switch in like right. I don't know, a month and a half at this point. So I really should just take it with me and play and do more with it, and just to keep going. So that it gets me off of Strike Force all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Anything that gets you off Strike Force, right? Yeah, because that, that I mean, we talked about that in our normal podcast, or uh, not normal. This is the normal podcast. This we talked about that in our <laughs> other podcast. But like, uh, Strike Force is kind of like starting to uh, starting to get me a little like it feels too much like work and not like fun. Well, so. and that, I think that is easily one of the biggest problems of that game is that it um it just requires a lot, right? Yeah, just constant. If you want to stay competitive, yes, it requires a lot. But like, I'm, I'm not happy to be in a smaller alliance with it. I don't have to care as much. I kind of want to be in a smaller alliance to to completely, you know. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about this more um, next weekend. But yeah, I I, I kind of wish that like I wasn't so competitive with it. Yeah, but, totally. I mean, totally. which is fine because like I still hit my my minimums. I still hit my raids. I still hit all this other stuff. But like you know, it just. No, frustrating. I mean, my anyway. minimums are a lot smaller. That's why I'm chill with it. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, man. I don't know. I think that the Switch is like the perfect thing for like. I just always have my bag. It's just always in my bag. If you ever want to rob me, you're gonna get a, a Switch. So if you ever, <laughs> you ever just like grab my bag when I'm not looking. There you go. You got a Switch out of it, and probably a sneaky Jujutsu gi. You know, you might not want that though. No, it's uh, probably sweaty as shit. Oh, it's so disgusting. Um, but that's why I love the Switch, man. It's like guaranteed good games on it. Bring it with you anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. all right, that sounds uh, sounds pretty rad. You know, I'll give it a go with the uh, maybe Pokemon Sword and Shield come out. So maybe whatever you get, I'll get the opposite. Right? Yeah. There you go. That'll work. Out. Trade shit I haven't, out, I haven't right. played a Pokemon since the I don't know, Red and Blue. So. Yeah. Well, it's just yellow. a lot different now, obviously. Um, I actually, it's, oh, I'm actually, uh, we, we brought that. I remembered, uh, I've been having like a huge nostalgia kick lately and I wanted to play the original Pokemons and I found this like emulate, like a handheld emulator. Uh, I think it was called like the XNG or something like that. It's like some Chinese one. It looks like, a uh, the old, uh, Nintendo DS, like the, the next iteration of Game Boy, but it has like, dude, it has like PSP games and 64 Pokemon or, uh, um, uh, Nintendo Game Boy through Nintendo, DS, it has all those games emulated on it, and it's like two hundred bucks. I'm like, mind you, that's another Switch, but it has full capability of emulating N64, PlayStation One, PSP, all of the Game Boys. Uh, 
and I think I might just get it because I really want to play the old Pokemon. I'm Wait, like, it, when do you have time to do that? And also, are you going to play it subway, baby. for like 10 minutes? And that's, uh, that's true. I got 40 minutes every day. That's true. You have that's 40, 40 minutes, minutes every day to play games. One way. No, I'm sorry. That's 80 minutes because it's there and back. Yeah. I wish there was more games that I could play. I wish I could play like PlayStation 4 games mobile. Wasn't there like that thing that that's not very good? It's not good. The Vita, you're talking about? No, not the Vita. Aren't they? Can't you like play games mobily or something? Didn't you say there's that feature for PlayStation? I mean, there's the um, you can do the remote play, but you still need an internet connection. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, I just meant like you know, be able to take something with you. I mean, which I guess is the whole point of the Switch. So, hey, look at that. Hey, okay, look at that. Uh, yeah indeed um so one thing i'll talk about things that are coming out i know i kind of jumped the gun a little bit with pokemon sword and shield but i want to talk about something that's been recently come out that i'm actually very excited for and have been playing a little bit uh yesterday i only got maybe a couple hours into it was uh the new call of duty modern warfare is out came out that game snuck up on us it kind of did like i wasn't planning on buying it whatsoever i was just kind of like letting it pass by but then i was reading reviews of people saying that they love the campaign, that it's dark and gritty. And I really yeah. enjoyed the Modern Warfare campaigns or just the regular Call of Duty campaigns. And like, you know, ever since Black Ops and just did away with the campaign, I was like, eh, whatever, yeah. I'm not not going to buy one. But then just seeing everybody say how much they really enjoyed the campaign, I was like, you know what? All right, I'll give it a go. I'll, I will take my 50 character shard for Marvel Strikes Force and not buy that, and I'll go into Call of Duty and I'll give it a go. And you know, because I I enjoyed the multiplayer a little bit. I'm not really yeah. much of a Call of Duty multiplayer guy, but I enjoy some aspect of it. So I'll give it a go. So I, I loaded up. I bought it yesterday. I just bought the base pack. It's like 60 bucks, whatever. And I said, you know, okay, I'll play it. Blah blah blah. And I have to say, man, the campaign is dark and gritty, and yeah. it makes me now that I've worked on. Um, fbi for the past three or four months yeah like there's a there's a section where you're clearing a house and like your tight quarters yeah and it's like it's just straight up like okay you're breaching clear breaching clear breaching clear for like three floors of the house and it, dude it's like it's hard yeah and i'm, I'm not playing cool. on the hardest difficulty level but i'm playing on hard enough <laughs> uh veteran i think which is like there's one more after that it's like i forget what it is but I'm playing on veteran, which is like, kind of like, you know, you get shot two, three times. You're it. That's a, that's a, that's the thing. But that's like, that's what I like. I that's like enough, playing on. Yeah. Veteran. Yeah. A little realistic. Oh, that's what it was. The, the hardest is called realistic. So it's called realistic. Yeah, it's called realistic. So since you that's get shot cool. once, I twice, like that. that's it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But so I've been playing, I've been playing that yesterday. I played, uh, I probably, I think I've done like maybe six or seven missions. The campaign's not very long. It's like six to eight hours. Sure. But it's, that's all you it, need for a game like that, you know? Yeah, and I, I think so, because it gets you enough to get to care about the characters, to care about what's going on. But like, it's just the the way they design the campaign levels. And I'm curious to try the multiplayer as well. But the fact that how they design the campaign levels of just having just pure chaos happening, but it's not yeah. just like, you know, you go down this hallway, there's a bunch of bad guys. You go down this hallway, there's a bunch of bad guys. It's just like there's one very early on in the game where so it's not too much of a spoiler where it's like like there's a terrorist attack in London and you're like part of the London crew they're going out uh, or, or, you know, you're just trying to take you like, you see the guys go by you in the car. You're like, shit, shit, shit. That's them. That's them. And like, you get out and like, you don't get, you don't get the chance to, um, the save the day. So like the, the terrorist tech goes off and now right. you have to deal with 
you know, what, what's happening with everything else. And so now you're in this middle of fingers. Like you have, like they're primarily in front of you, but like they're coming at you from all sides. You can't tell who's a civilian and who's like a terrorist. Oh God. And it's just like, you, you're just like, if you shoot a civilian, like it's game over. Like it's like, they say you can't do it. So like, you have to be very careful with how you shoot. Um, and you have like just a pistol, Equipped because you weren't you, you weren't prepared to uh, tackle a terrorist attack that kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. just it's just interesting in how they they're playing this one. It's not like uh, you feel powerful. You fi- kind of feel helpless. Sure. In this situation, which I think is a very interesting perspective from the Call of Duty games because those those games kind of glorify war and glorify yeah. you know how badass it is to kind of be a marine who's doing all this stuff. But it's really so far it's been very like I feel terrified sure like, playing is this like you're going into Urkistan, uh in these situations where you're helping the freedom fighters like help out with their you know their revolution and whatnot as a member of the cia and like you're just kind of like well i i'm overwhelmed like i don't know how to get through this and like you're one person against like all these other people and like you don't win a lot yeah and the storyline is that sense of well you don't really you're overwhelmed you don't have like this you have to do like I mean, there's some stealth stuff into it as well, but I like the fact that I'm they're, into that they're, though. Yeah, and I'm and I like that they're pushing this kind of um, like you. It's not glorious, glorious at all. It's dirty. Yeah. It's like you're you're crawling around. Like there's a there's a section where these guys come around and like you're in like this uh, this room full of dead bodies, and like all of a sudden you have to be prone and and like pull a dead body over you to survive because yeah, like, you know, that's intense. It's, it's intense. Like it's I feel like the modern warfare franchise if you call it a franchise or whatever not the call of duty franchise but like that those games have always been like these have had these oh shit moments yeah and they're just very good in terms of that storytelling just because it feels so real and so current in today's day and age so i know i was that reminds me of um halo 3 i was the first three halos when i was younger i weren't necessarily i wasn't into them as much Mm -hmm. have you played them it's really easy to play them with friends especially like i feel like the first halo is first three halos were like the game that you split screen with your buddy like yeah. like that was it you know um but i was always just like man this is too i feel too much like a, a freaking like a superhero you know like a, it's like it's almost it's so it's too much and then halo uh three odst came out where you played as an odst which is just like they're like special Grunt. marines yeah <clears throat> and you died fast your your bullets like everything was like not the same and i was like oh man this feels so much better because this feels so much more real great i'm playing a, a, a sci-fi game in space fighting aliens but like when they did odst it was like the, it was in the same vein it wasn't like you you were just a grunt you were getting the shit kicked out of you and i, I loved i loved that and then they did halo reach afterwards where you were a spartan again but you were just facing overwhelming odds and you were always losing your whole your whole team was dying and i think those two games really made halo so much better and it's interesting to hear the call like that call of duty having that diff- like a different tone because you're right man like i forgot the one call of duty but it was like uh <laughs> when the when the russians invaded america yeah after- modern warfare 2 i think that's modern warfare 2 and it's just like, when are we going to Russia? It's like tomorrow, son. It's like, oh my God, it's all so ridiculous, right? And I'm sure this probably has ridiculous elements, but and that that's what I was like kind of pushed me away from Call of Duty. It was just real ridiculous, right? I feel like it, it you're right, like an overglorified war and shit. But it's a war game. Right? So like on one yeah. hand, you gotta. Um 
But I don't know, that's actually that's kind of interesting. I I I, I was interested. I'm I'm not going to buy the game just because like like first person shooters aren't really like my my life anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but like when they showed soap in the trailer, which I assumed that was soap, uh, which I'm confused about because I thought that character died forever ago. I don't really remember the story that much. I don't remember it much either. Right. And I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Um, if there was a sale, I'll probably get it just because I haven't played Call of Duty in so long. You know? Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, like, there's not many sales for Activision. Like, what's sure. Call of Duty? Oh, really? Because yeah, they, make, be? they make so much money all the time. They, they, yeah. they rarely go on sale. And if they go on sale, it's like three years later. Right. That's the that's part of the reason why I just like, you know what? I'll just pick it up now because it's not going to go on sale anytime soon. It's going to be 60 bucks. I might as well just pay the $60 now and just enjoy it and talk about it on the podcast. So yeah. it's research and uh, go from there to see what happens with Everything it. Everything is you research, know. baby. Yeah, I know. It's just, uh, but I just wanted, I want to try it out and, you know, I'll play it. I'll try it, play it remotely when I'm, um, you know, when I have time, when I'm in Brooklyn and whatever, I'll play the single player. But yeah, uh, yeah it's just, you know, it's just, I don't know. I, I would recommend like, if you have, if you're on the fence about it, if you like Call of Duty for the multiplayer aspect, I mean, I haven't tried the multiplayer on this yet, so I don't know what it's like. I mean, yeah. I, I tried the like little free weekend that they had. I was like, ah, I'm not really, you know, it's more of the same. It's, I mean, right. it's, it's, it's and it always will be, yeah, the, it, but be like, that. that's fine. You know, like the first call of duty Mario with the first modern warfare was like, I probably dumped more uh, hours into modern warfare multiplayer than I did any game ever. Cause I would just be yeah. at my buddy's place like every night and we would just go buck wild on modern warfare multiplayer, man. Yeah, I, I did the same. Like, because it's just at that time it was something different, and right, you know, it just it set the tone for what multiplayer would be, and they took a the chance on it. You know, with like all the different aspects of the customization right. with it, which is what I was like, looking forward to. Because Black Ops just kind of didn't really ha- do that for me. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I thought it would, but I actually kind of enjoyed more of the. I think I was one of the few people who actually liked the battle royale in Black Ops. So sure, uh, I'm actually I don't know if they if they're doing a battle royale with uh modern warfare but i would like i, I don't know i'm well, i guess one of one of the few people that would do it so yeah uh but yeah it's just um yeah if you're on the fence about it i say get it and if you like the campaigns for call of duty whatsoever i would say get it because it's different man like i always like sure. the battlefield campaigns because i always felt like they're kind of gritty and like more realistic and have that more of a um you know a, a bigger platoon yeah uh gameplay and you kind of feel like you're more of a squad this feels like you're just in it with like you're in the shit and it just feels it, it feels i don't know i was telling my i was my dad's in town and i was he was watching me play yesterday and he's like this is giving me like this is stressing me out watching right, yeah watching man. me play this i'm just yeah. like i'm I, how do you think i feel i'm the one controlling it. <laughs> so, for sure but yeah uh, it's 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 pretty great so cool that's good and I it was, should, I it was should be expected. good. It better be good. Yeah, yeah, it better be good for that. For, but I, I just, I was pleasantly surprised. I was not expecting to like the story as much as I as I do. So I, was, they, like, I mean, right. I bet I bet you they probably cared more just because the last well, the last one didn't have story, right? Correct. Well, the last yeah. one was Treyarch, and this is Infinity Ward, I believe. So I could be yep. wrong. Yeah. But oh, right, sure. right. That's right. I always forget they that they have studios. different studios that do them. Yeah, I mean that's how well, they it, release one every year. Infinity Ward is the OG one that for Modern OG, Warfare, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's Warfare, right. Yeah. yeah. Shit, hell yeah. 
fun game, fun to play games, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, speaking of playing well, games, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, <laughs> well, first off, they they ported it to the PC finally. Which yeah. remember when the game first came out? There was like, oh my Last god, they're, they're putting on PC. They're putting on PC soon. Oh, I can't wait. And a year later, here we are. A year later, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> you know, a year um, ago, I would have bought it. I would have. I would have bought it on PC. I, I just yeah. built my PC. I was excited. You know, like I just. I. I have no. I haven't even played Red Dead Redemption Two, man. I haven't even played it at all. I. I feel like I missed the train on caring about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also, I'm what I'm most excited for. So I think I'm going to pick it up, but I don't think I'm going to pick it up anytime soon. I might wait for like a holiday sale. Sure. Because right now it's on sale for fifty percent off on PlayStation on consoles. So I don't oh, know why. Console. Oh. Yeah. But I don't know why I would spend the full, you know, $60 on nah. a game that's been out for a year that I own on console that I haven't finished. Exactly. So, but the mainly just because it takes like a hundred hours to fucking finish that game. Yeah, but no, what I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll wait for a sale and I'll pick it up mainly because, well, actually they're doing two things. Well, if you pre-order, you get a free copy of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, I believe. Um, Wait, isn't San Andreas like old as hell from PS2? Yeah, but they've changed it slightly. Do they like do they redo it? Like I don't know. Maybe that's San Andreas was a dope Grand Theft Auto man. Yeah, you get something for free if you pre-order it, like a like an older version of a Grand Theft Auto. I don't think it's Grand Theft Auto Five. Maybe it might be four. I don't remember. Either way, so I'm curious about the modding aspect of the Red Dead Redemption. Is there currently modding for it? There is a company which is called, um, what do they call, call themselves? It was like um, for, uh, for mod, I believe is what they, they call themselves, who mod it. was like, was the first people to do like these crazy mods for Grand Theft Auto. Now they're doing um, Red, mod, uh, Red Mod, I think is what their company is called. Now, or at least the mod is called that for Grand Theft, or for Red Dead Redemption. So I, I'm intrigued by the modding aspect i never really got big into modding but i know that's like one of the biggest draws of playing on pc so mainly because there's a i mean i'll give it a go because there's a a vr game that i'm very much looking forward to called sword and sorcery that has a star wars mod where you can play as like with lightsabers and shit so i'm curious about that but there is so with that the modding i think is going to be very interesting so i probably will wait until that has been out for a bit and then play it on my beefy computer which i use for editing and everything so, but i don't right. really use for gaming but i don't know i'm just gonna wait i'm gonna wait yeah. until it's like on a sale 20 bucks maybe i'll pick it up because i still have to finish it and like i don't want to like yeah, right, replay exactly. the campaign of the same no. shit that i've already done when i haven't like even finished the game and i don't know someday cross saving will exist on everything <laughs> yeah that would be great I mean, if it cross saved, I just like load up, you know, save my shit to the cloud or like import my PS4 save across and bring it in. Yeah. Like, I think I stopped, like I played, um, I played the campaign. I got like maybe like 60 hours into it or something like that. And then they, sure. then I got busy because, you know, too many games, real life, all that shit. And then they came out with Red Dead Online. And I tried that for like maybe 10, 15 hours. And I was like, uh, okay, I just right. don't yeah. care about this enough. Yeah. Like, yeah I'm <laughs> spending my online time pl- riding around in a horse and I can't fast travel. It's like, I don't really. Yeah. No, so. thanks. But no, thanks. Other than that, I think it's going to be, I'm curious to see. I think it'll be visually amazing with the, what the way computers can push everything. I think it's probably going to be one of the most totally visually compelling games on PC to be completely honest. So might be a good game to stream on PC. With you mods. think? 
I think so. I mean, you look at when we had BK on, you know, he was, he was playing yeah. an RP server with Grand Theft Auto five. Imagine doing an RP with, uh, you know, Red Dead Redemption. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Fair. It's like, you're a pig farmer. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'll be a pig farmer. Selling, selling some bacon. Uh, yeah. Bring home some the bacon. bacon or not bring the getting rid of the bacon, I guess. Bring home the bacon. The opposite of bringing the bacon. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, you know, with that release and that, I think that's, um, when does that come out? It comes out soon, right? I think yeah, it's next month, yeah, yeah. November that they come out with that game. I had it queued up on my web browser and I can't find it at the moment. So I don't know where it is specifically. Oh, here we go. It is coming out. Doesn't say. Oh, <laughs> November 27th. Yes. No, that's, hold on. That's, I'm looking at the timeline for last year. So that was November 27th was when it came out um, for Red Dead Redemption, the beta for thing. But uh, I don't know where it says. It says, I don't know. It's coming out in November sometime. I think it's towards the end of November. Yeah. But we'll see what happens when it comes out. Um, yeah. Apparently there's a big some big content that dropped last month, but I don't really care about any yeah. of that stuff. So, but but it'll be available on the Rackstar's new game launcher as well as on the Epic Game Store. Oh, yeah. And then if you want to buy it on Steam, which you probably will be able to, it will come out in um, a month later. So, womp womp. But, yeah. It's uh, it's unfortunate is when that comes out. So, it comes... Let's see. Man, they're still pushing that full, like, $80 if you want the Ultimate Edition for everything right now. But, Jesus, man. Yeah, for PC. But it's going to be gonna be insane i think but i don't see where it says where it comes out you can select a free game you can check uh let's see what does it say when it comes out i don't know i'm looking for it right now um, see, th- this is funny because at this point i would have given up that's the problem i have with stuff like this it's if i don't have the answer immediately like, why isn't the answer immediately there you know what i mean yeah well they they, they announced it i'm just trying to see what it said um it's like why don't just people just put it in their headline like literally just yeah still get the click Seriously. Oi. November 5th. Thank you. Finally. Thank you, PC Gamer, for actually putting it in your headline. Oh, my God. What a <laughs> nightmare trying to fucking find that. That's hilarious. Anyways, so. Uh, yeah. So those are the two big announcements of games that are coming out this uh, next month, I would say, between, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2 coming to PC and then also as Pokemon Short, Sword and Shield. Uh, there's a couple other games that are coming out also, which I'm also looking forward to. One is with Jedi Fallen Order, oh, yeah. which is on the 15th, which I have pre-ordered. I'm very excited for it. That was also like, you know, I, I'm i still playing through Borderlands 3, and I'm almost done the the, the storyline on that. So I was like, do I really want to play Call of Duty? And I was like, yeah, that's probably six to eight hours. You, exactly, fine. exactly. The, the campaign is so short. Multiplayer can be whatever you want it to be if you want to play it or not, you know. Yeah, uh, I'll probably still play it. I'll probably get my trophies for it, but we'll exactly. see. You got. I mean, you got to. You got to get your trophies. Yeah, but man, I have to say that I'm looking forward to playing Jedi Fallen Order. A lot of people who have gotten some hands-on experience because there was like an event last month or this month earlier, like a couple weeks ago, maybe, where they added. They asked some like you know uh, reviewers and people who do you know stuff more than us. Yeah, <laughs> go and stuff. talk about video games. <laughs> um, they we'll got a chance games. to play their, um, you know, like three hours of the campaign and whatnot. And everyone has walked away from it very oh, excited about it. And I'm yeah. very, well, it, it gives me 
hope that it's actually going to be very good. Yeah. Um, a lot of people said it's it's very akin to Dark Souls. Cool. Which I'm which I'm cool. all right with. Interesting. Uh, different. But yeah, different. But the thing is that somebody compared it more to Sekiro, and I was just like, no, uh, no, don't do that. No, don't, don't do that. Because we all know how I feel about Sekiro. I think, and I think that's how everyone feels. And if you Sekiro. don't know, fuck Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro sucks, right? Well, it's not that it sucks, but not that it sucks. I just hate it. Yeah, I don't blame you. It just it, it's too much. <laughs> like it, it's definitely too much. But either way, it's it'll be a it'll be a good good month for video games if you're if you're looking forward to some stuff. And there's also something else coming out too. And I you know I really should do more research before we start recording. <laughs> really, is what it comes down to. But no. there's um. Oh, I don't know why I didn't think about this either. The Outer Worlds has come out. The newest game from Bethesda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I, I can't wait to talk about Bethesda, actually, after this. Talk about okay. Outer Worlds. And... Well, technically, it's it's being um, it's Obsidian Entertainment, not Bethesda. Right. I mean, we're just going to talk about Fallout 76, obviously. Oh, but... yes. Oh, man, I can't wait. Yeah, we'll, we'll but... talk about that, and we'll talk in the new stuff. There's new stuff to talk about. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's a it's a... Essentially, it's like a Oblivion style game that takes place in space, I would say, you know, or I would say it's more like a a different version of like a Mass Effect or anything like that, just because there's a lot of like games or uh, not a a lot of of conversation you can have a lot of stuff is uh, dialogue based. So it's taken some time to push through. JT picked it up because he and I were texting about it and I asked him how it was and he said it's just a lot of dialogue stuff and it's hard to get through just because he doesn't have a lot. He doesn't have a lot of time right now because I think he, I don't know if he's on tour right now, but he's, um, he was really excited for that game and right. he's, he's played it. So I'll, I'll have to get his thoughts on it and then see what he has to say with regards to the game. Um, I, that's, this is also another game that I'll probably pick up and play when it goes on sale just because I just don't have fucking time to do anything. But, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on with it. Like it's very much like a Fallout style game in the, um, you know, set in space, but, and surprisingly, um, you know, cause it's uh, made by obsidian who they did fall out new Vegas. And, right. um, they're saying a lot of people saying that it's like, there's hardly any bugs, which is really surprising in today's day. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see, surprising. we'll see how it, it plays out. We'll see what the reviews say, but like right now on IGN, it has eight and a half percent. So take that yeah. for what it is. One of my alliance but, members is playing and that's all he's playing now. That's it. Like, really? yeah, he loves it. Yeah. I mean, it looks cool. The trailer looks looks rad. And I'll put that. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely. put the trailer in the um, in the show notes below if anybody wants to take a look at it. If they don't know anything about it, but like, I feel like that was also kind of under the radar. Just kind of came out. But I mean, yeah, it looks bit. cool. It's just not for. I still I still have time to sit and play like a hundred hour campaign um, right now. But it looks rad, man. The game, like just looking at this real quick, um, it just looks pretty. Yeah, it looks very much like Fallout New Vegas, but in space. Yep. But one day I'll be able to have time to play. Maybe uh, over Christmas break or well, I'll have other games to play. Maybe I'll wait until after I'm, I'm done on FBI and then I'll really sit down and play some um, games I've been meaning to play and go from there. Uh, so moving to Bethesda Talk in Fallout 76. First off, oh boy, I thought that game just was dead. Uh, Me too. You know, I don't know if you saw that they, they're coming out with that package. Like, I forgot how much it is a month, but it's like a monthly package to get like private servers and all this other crap that isn't worth it. And everyone's really mad at them. But 
all that beside all of the sneaky trying to make an extra buck off a dead game aside did you see falloutfirst.com did did you hear about this i did yeah oh my god so if you weren't familiar uh they didn't um something about fall i don't know why fallout first would be I don't know. Is that, I think I think that's what they're call, are they call is that what they're calling the monthly thing? For whatever yeah. reason, yeah. Okay, so it is. So they're calling it out. They're calling the subscription Fallout First. They didn't get the domain, so someone on 4chan got FalloutFirst.com, and they made a troll site. Obviously, uh, <laughs> I just want to read what this this person, whoever it is out there, this unsung hero, uh, put as when when you lit a Fallout First. Private worlds, scrap boxes, and more coming, spelled C-U-M-M, obviously, to Fallout 76 with a Fallout fuck you first. Ever since Fallout 76 launched, we have consistently done nothing to improve and evolve the uh, experience based on your shitty feedback. That's why we're excited to launch Fallout fuck you first, a premium ass pound, oh my god, premium ass pounding membership that offers something dumbass players have been asking for since before launch. Private worlds for you and select idiot friends. So we decided to put it behind a paywall. In addition to this huge feature, Fallout Fuck You First also includes a host of pointless items and cult bonuses, all of which you can find on my... F- oh, God. My- and the best part uh, is available. Screw you right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like this, whoever made this held zero punches, went in with what everyone... Because I didn't even play the game. I know you played it. I played the beta and I w- it was okay uh and it, it just it was super buggy it just felt like a cash grab and i was like 100 percent. i love is, the fallout right? series I mean, yeah 100 percent is um i love the fallout series and i thought it was very i was just like i was not okay with it i was like you know what i'm just gonna wait for this to go on sale like i don't know if i even spend five dollars on it to be yeah. completely honest 100 like, it just felt it just felt like a cash grab and i was just like not okay with it so i was like all right whatever i'm just going to I don't know if it comes out for free, like one of the PlayStation <laughs> free games for the month. I, you know, I'll probably download it just for the trophy aspect of it. You know, just to get try to get yeah. trophies because the trophies seem very attainable and very, you know, it's it's not doesn't seem as difficult as it may seem. But you know, do this the IGN video Fallout seventy six hundred dollar a year subscription service is a joke. In the headline, Fallout first, more like Fallout worst. <laughs> yeah, Fallout worst, <laughs> dude. IGN like. IGN usually is little like diplomatic with stuff and <laughs> they held they held no punch. You know what I mean? So yeah. Wow Bethesda. Uh get your shit straight. Yeah, it's unfortunate uh because they, they could have had something awesome and they huge. decided oh my God. to not huge. That should have been huge. That should have been huge, right? Fallout or Fallout MMO, like which essentially yeah, what it was, should. right? I mean and that's what they tried to have, but like, you know, they just didn't have, Ugh. man, just you blew it, son. Yeah, blew it. Terrible. Um, oh, man. And then other cool news moving on from that is uh, Microsoft out here spending Buku bucks. And if you haven't oh, heard. Oh, shit. Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah. Uh, Mixer officially has Shroud streaming on their server or on their their site now. And at first I was confused, like. Man, why is Microsoft spent making these seven easily seven figure deals between Ninja and Shroud? <clears throat> Arguably, you know, Ninja being the most popular streamer and the Shroud probably being the next most popular streamer in terms of like FPSs and battle royales, right? Yeah. Uh, and then it dawned on me: both Ninja and Shroud were at one point huge Halo players. Yeah, uh, Ninja making his name off being pro MLG Halo player, right? Mm-hmm. Next year, Halo Six, Halo Infinite comes out, 
it makes so much sense that Microsoft wants two huge, good competitive Halo players to play their flagship game on their flagship streaming service. Makes sense. Oh my God, it makes so much sense. And I was like, sitting like, man, I get wanting to like make your streaming service big. Uh, it would take a lot to really to truly rival Twitch at this point. It's just Twitch has the international scene alongside the domestic, whereas I feel like Mixer probably just doesn't have that yet, which maybe it will next year with this. Um, but then it dawned on me that Halo, Halo Infinite comes out next year, and I guarantee you they're going to probably try to buff up the competitive scene again. And it, and it makes sense to do that via your own platform, right? I mean... Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I would. Yeah. Why not? I, I'm, I'm interested to see how that how that fan, I'm interested to see how Mixer fans out in general because I feel like they really are trying to match right Twitch. Uh, I just feel like Twitch has more going for it and it's kind of already solidified itself. But that's the nice thing is that this shit can evolve. We're so still we're still so young in like streaming and like watching esports and stuff like that. For all we know, like there could be a third thing that comes out soon, you know, like that's big that, that rivals, you know, well, but, they have like Facebook gaming, but I don't yeah, know if I ever yeah. would do Facebook gaming no, at, this, no. at this point. I mean, YouTube I could have, I think YouTube could have done it. I really do. I just think they, they didn't want to, they didn't want to invest in it. And I get yeah. it. They already got their thing, you know? Yeah. But I'm curious to see what happens when, once Stadia comes out or, you know, if Stadia comes out at this point. Yeah. The, the thing, the only thing I hear that's not the best about um, Mixer is that I don't think that, mixer whatever they call them partners whatever i don't think they could add revenue from commercials playing on their stream oh yeah yeah because they added that with uh with twitch recently yeah well well partners always i almost partners always got ad revenue from commercials but now affiliates can get ad revenue on on twitch oh yeah we we now have the option you could run a, a 30 second 60 second two minute commercial if you want it's on your your dashboard your twitch dashboard you can, oh, really? click, you can click run commercial. All right. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. The other day I had on 10 people and I was like, Hey, do you guys mind if I try this? And like, yeah. And I did it. And they're like, never do that again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was really funny. It was, <laughs> it was literally like, yeah, that was fine. Just don't do it again. <laughs> yeah. All right, there you go. <laughs> uh, right, it's funny, but I don't know. I think mixer just has a ways to go to do that. But I mean, it's funny because apparently now, you know, Ninja has more viewers than he did when he was like leave at the end of his Twitch career. But he was also kind of I feel like Twitch's flame was fan like was dying out a little bit on or uh Ninja's Twitch flame was dying out a little bit towards the end there. Um but apparently he, he has a lot of viewers. Now. I'm I'm curious about Shroud because Shroud has always been someone that people love. He's like the people's champ. A lot of people like Shroud. He's not like he doesn't have like a, a, a ridiculous bit, he's just a good player. And just plays the game and is cool to talk to, talks to his people, whatever. Um, crazy yeah. that he went to Shroud or I went to a uh, mixer. Crazy. That must have been so much money. Because yeah, I mean, that, you know, they're probably paying him to pay Halo. You know what I mean? When it comes oh, out. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they should. If they yeah. don't, they should be paying. I guarantee they have to. Like, I, they, I guarantee you, they probably have a contract now, whatever, like year, two, year, whatever it is. Shroud and Ninja playing on mixer. And then when Halo comes out, a contract to play Halo for a certain amount of time. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that crazy? That's crazy yeah. to think about. Yeah, I definitely. It's crazy, man. Maybe we should all switch to Mixer and see what happens. I mean, you're, you can also hop on the Halo bandwagon if you really want to, since you're an Xbox player. The only thing about Mixer is like you, they just don't have the um, 
they don't have the uh what's it called the the amazon uh deal there and that's the thing is like you get that with with twitch you have the amazon prime deal but if 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 it's if it doesn't matter if people are still doing this then like i guess who cares like you know yeah, well, literally, I'm watching. Let's see. Uh, there's nobody watching uh, Marvel Strike Force right now, so <laughs> you could be the only. We could be the only people doing this on on Mixer. So, oh, on Mix. There's is there even a Marvel Strike Force? Like, there's a Marvel Marvel Strike Force thing. Uh, let's see. There's one person playing it, uh, and it says that he's offline. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, maybe huh. I'll start switching. I mean, I don't really have that many people following me on Twitch anymore. Yeah, but maybe like I'll switch to that. I mean, I have a Mixer account that I was doing restreams to when I was playing uh, Fortnite back in the day. But I do like their hype train. The hype train is pretty cool. Yeah. So, what is that? Uh, I saw that. What does that even mean? <laughs> so essentially, what that is is it's a way for if you watch the hype train, then they might have changed this. So I, you know, you can at me if you want, if I've gotten this wrong. So the the hype train was a way if you're viewing that channel, the hype train channel, so that the channel will go through and will, if you're say you're watching like Fortnite or whatever, yeah, it has yeah. a way of determining where people are at the end of a match. Yeah. So if it's like, if it's a close fight or like you're in the top five and you're at the end circle, like the hype train goes between different channels of people who are at that moment, like kind of you know about to win especially if you're like you're uh somebody who is not a big streamer and something like you're like kind of smaller whatever like you have like you know a thousand people who's watching the channel now all of a sudden he's watching your channel and they can follow you subscribe or whatever so it gives an interesting way of being able to have a lot of viewers through smaller channels or have somebody who's new be uh, you know, give it, give them a chance to grow or get bigger or whatever, if they have the skill set in order, which because right now, like, you know, on Twitch, like you just have to be lucky or market yourself or totally. do something, totally. which is, which is that. So like, if you have the, the skill set of being good, then that's all, that's a one way that they do. So that might have changed since then. And it's not for every game. I think they have a program for certain types of games. Like Fortnite's definitely there. Realm Royale was a big thing with that as well. Right, when I was right, playing right. it, um, but still, like, you know, Mixer's, Mixer's doing uh, doing okay. Right now, there's, like, I mean, they don't have, like, the numbers that Twitch has. Like, right now, their top top game right now is Modern Warfare with 6,000 6, people watching. Sure. But, like, you know, and then it's um, music? They have a music thing? All right, whatever. So, 6,000 <laughs> for Call of Duty, 5,000 for music, 4,900 for Fortnite. Paladins is 2,600. People are watching 1,500 on the Outer Worlds. Um, then there's a web show, Smite, um, Apex Legends, Battle Royale, I'm sorry, PUBG, and a bunch of other shit. So I know it's kind of like uh, if you want, if you're just starting out and you're kind of like being a thing, you know, that it's the, the, the trick is like if you're a small streamer, like you can get lost in the ways on, on Twitch and whatnot. But like if you want to kind of build a following, a good way to do that is find something that's not that hasn't really totally. started yet on a service like Mixer or Facebook gaming or whatever is out now. Totally. And, and, and make your market that way. It's like, you know, you want to be a big fish in a little pond as opposed to a little fish in a big pond. Yep. So that's really what it comes down to, but I don't know. I might go back to it. I, I know lady Desiree, um, switched to Mixer and has had yeah. some good success with it. It's just a matter of like, do I really want to start over? which I personally don't care because I don't do it for, I do it for the entertainment value, not necessarily the, um, you know, trying to be rich and famous off of it. Yeah, totally. I agree. Um, 
the only thing that's kind of a bummer is at least at least on PlayStation, I can't stream directly to Mixer yet from PlayStation. Like I have to have my computer, my PlayStation ah. plugged into my computer, which yeah. you know it's fine. But then I'm sitting at my computer playing a game as opposed to sitting at my my, my screen and playing yeah. a game. Uh, but yeah, so mix, that's trial going to Mixer. Big news, huge news, huge for Mixer. Kind of, kind of excited to maybe, maybe the, I think. Well, no, Ninja going to Mixer was was big for Mixer, but at the same time, it's just like I was, wasn't like, oh, all right, I guess I'll give Mixer a try. But now with Shroud going to Mixer, I like Shroud a lot. So yeah, maybe I'll give it a go. Totally, hundred percent. Thanks, Mixer. You've now just now just uh, pushed me to maybe try out your services yet again. <laughs> But anyway, uh, what are you playing right now outside of the of the the uh, Battlestar Galactica game? That's oh, it. I also downloaded. It was ten dollars. Uh, <laughs> another another thing I messed up on my trip was I downloaded uh, the Warcraft Two Battle Chest uh-huh. to play on my work computer, which is a Mac, and I uh, spent ten dollars on this cute little uh, battle chest. And turns out it's PC only. Uh, uh-huh. But once I once I got home, I played it. So. Uh, Warcraft Two. I've been playing Warcraft Two, and uh, I don't know. I, I just had this nostalgic kick with RTSs lately. That Battlestar kind of kicked off. Um, terrible game, really bad game. Just in case you're wondering, it doesn't <laughs> hold up. Still, it's fun to play for nostalgic purposes. Uh, does not hold up though. <laughs> does not. All right. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So if you if you feel like waste ten bucks, you can go ahead and go. Oh, but Ooh. tonight though, this is currently Sunday on Tuesday. You can watch the stream tonight. I will be streaming playing Friday the 13th with a bunch of my clan mates. Uh, so I'm really excited to do that considering all my clan mates are just really into it. It's free to play right now for uh, games with gold. Um, so interested to see how bad I do. Cause I'm, I'm going to just get smoked. They all play every weekend. Mm. Uh, oh, I also got a download world war Z. I'm going to try that too. I think later that was a lot of fun. I got that. I so yeah. shout out to uh Gamefly. For this but like i started um you know i've been a gamefly member i think for eight eight months or so at this point yeah i like just being able to put things in my queue and things will come to me and i'll see what what happens with it yes yeah, but nice. like i i had uh <laughs> i had world war z in there and i have to say i really enjoyed it like i played it yeah. for probably like three weeks straight i know we didn't really talk about it but like i'm i'm I almost contemplated buying it, but it's one of those games that I know that they'll have a sale towards the holiday for like fifteen bucks or something. Only, right? It is a multiplayer only, but it like yeah. it wasn't. It felt fun, and like people are still playing it, and it has like yeah. a good community around it. And I thought it was really entertaining, so I really enjoyed totally. it. And right now, currently, I have uh, Plague's Tale: Innocence, which I am, I'm looking forward to playing once I once I finish the campaign for Modern Warfare Three, or just Modern Warfare, <laughs> and. Then I also have, funny enough, I have Ghost Recon Breakpoint coming to me from Gamefly. So, wait, what? What was that? That was the one that got the really shitty reviews from. Um, it's the new Ghost Recon that uh, pay to pay to win. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Love or freemium. Yeah, freemium. freemium. Right, right, freemium. But even though it's still a sixty dollars game, you still have to pay for like all the shit that that comes yeah. with it. So I was like, all right. I mean, I'll put it in my queue and see what happens. It's, and yeah. just funny enough that. It's been out for like two weeks, and it's like I normally don't get any of the new games that come to me, but we'll see. With you know, this is all coming out now, so be sure. yeah, for sure. I'll try it out for science and see what happens. Science, gamer science, and see what <laughs> people see what people say. But I'm looking forward to playing a Plague's Tale in a sense, and then going uh, continuing on with uh, all the other games I want to play. It's a nice queue you got going. 
it is a nice queue. And I think what I have, uh, I don't know what I think. I think Outer Wilds is going to is in my queue now as well. But we'll see once that all. Once Not that all to be happens. mistaken with Outer Worlds. Not to be considered. Was it Outer Worlds is the one that's now or Outer yeah, Wilds? Outer Worlds. God damn it! So many things. All right, whatever. Outer Worlds is what I have in my queue currently. Well, that's, there's so. two. Yeah, I was gonna say it's two different games. Outer Wilds and Outer Worlds. Yes, it's just it's man, so difficult to keep track of. Yep. Well, you but. know, you do what you can, play what you can. That's the beauty of video games. They'll be there tomorrow when you wake up. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. They will be there forever and keep on. So, but yeah, I'll report back with that and tell you how I feel about it in like two weeks, three weeks, Same. a month, whatever it is that we have. Whenever we talk about it, Jimmy. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember. I get confused myself now. Well, I feel like it's you and I haven't talked in like a month because we had Chef Crondo on last time. So Chef Crondo, yeah, we haven't, uh, yeah, we haven't had a normal podcast episode together in a minute. No, bit. we haven't just been you and me. It's always been a guest or MSF Strike Force or blah blah blah. You know, yeah. I've had Especially like nine like, cups of coffee this morning, so if you can tell, I've been talking a lot. Talking, yeah. Fast. I got to go unload a cup of coffee in a second. If you catch my drift. Oh God! It's a mature podcast. It is. <laughs> Yes, that's fine. All right, should we just wrap it up so that we can go take a shit? Wrap it. <laughs> <laughs> We're professionals, but yes, we should. All right. Anyway, uh, before we go, anything else that uh, you're looking forward to, or anything like that coming out in the next month or so outside of the stuff we talked about? Uh, no. All I gotta say is, uh, I want to be the very best, like oh, no God. one ever was. Well, I'm excited to hear what you have to say about the Pokemon Sword and Shield. What you think of whether or not I should buy it? You should and buy it. I, I know, but the thing is, like, I'm not big that big on Pokemon like you are. It's gonna so be fun. It's gonna be fun regardless. All right, fine. All right, maybe I will. Now I'll spend my. I'll stop <laughs> okay, spending actually, in MSF and I'll do some Pokemon instead. What? What are you doing? I, I, you know, I collect enamel pins. I don't know if you've ever known this. What? Uh, I collect enamel pins. I don't know what that is. I have a enamel pin, like a na- like pins, like oh, a oh, pin. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Uh, and yesterday we were at a, a street fair in Chinatown, and I found a, a a fat Pikachu. Ah, that's amazing! Isn't that dope? That's cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, I like it. That's a really good one. All right. Okay, now you can end it. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Overachievers Gaming Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at OG.podcast. Our Twitter is OverachieversP. Our website is beanoverachiever.com where you can get this episode and every other episode where we talk about, you know, what we love about food, some tech news, and sometimes gaming with regards <laughs> to video games, Marvel Strike Force, and, uh, you know, every now and then we have guests on. And then we just talk to each other because that's what we do. Anyway, uh, if you want, leave us a review. We're going to start doing Please. some more giveaway stuff. We're going to start um, doing that. You'll be seeing us more active on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram regarding all that stuff because we're going to start doing some more giveaways and like, you know, within Marvel Strike Force as well as like some iTunes giveaways and maybe some gift certificates to Gamefly or some other stuff if we can get Gamefly to sponsor us. Hint, hint, yeah. hint, hint. <laughs> and. Cool. We'll, we'll go from there and see what we can do. But uh, yeah, so anyway, check us out there and you know, leave us a review. You can use us. You can use the hashtag AskOGP on Insta, uh, Instagram or Twitter, I guess. And we'll get that uh, sent down to a spreadsheet. And if you have any questions for us, we can go from there. Uh, if you want us to talk about anything, what we think about stuff, all that sort of fun things. Heck yeah. Anyway, but anyway, thank you guys for uh, coming out and we'll talk to you guys next time. I'm not doing a post show because I got people here and we got to go. Bye.